Hey everybody, welcome to the Bite Me Podcast. Uh, you you know, I actually forgot to introduce us on the monthly... They know who we are. Do they? Not what if we have new listeners? Well, they'll figure it out. Alright, well I'm Cliff Johnson, and I'm joined today by Colby. Woo! Say hey. <laughs> and he only Mr. Says Dylan. Woo! woo. It's going to be a weird podcast with Colby just wooing through the entire thing. Let's uh, do it. Anyway, we talk about video games every week. It's great. You're going to love it. This week, we're going to talk about what we've been playing, which sadly is actually kind of what we've been playing for about four weeks now. Some of us need to like beat some games to get onto some new stuff. Um, we're going to talk about the PlayStation 5 a little bit and how many titles it might have that are backwards compatibility at launch. That number seems to be floating around a little bit. HP, Valve, and Microsoft are building the next generation of VR headsets. PlayStation is slowing down game downloads in Europe. Um, I don't know how people notice. Minecraft is helping kids stuck at home due to coronavirus. And um, quick poll of the room. Would you guys pay $2,400 for a Doom Eternal statue? Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, let's just say, let's say I gave you $2,500. I'm like, you can spend this on whatever you want or a 43-inch tall Doom Eternal statue. Well, in May, I'm buying myself a Doom Eternal statue. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Excellent. We got questions from Vinny the Dons. Do you think he's a mob boss? <laughs> I picture it more like a, hey. I also kind of was going to go that way. Kind of thing. Yeah, jump a shark. Island Pizza, Triple Trouble. Island Pizza has not told me what's on an island pizza yet. I have asked him numerous times, and I'm very disappointed. It, to me, it seems like a Hawaiian pizza. I And if he was from Hawaii, I'd say that, but he's from Puerto Rico, and I assume they do things different there. Well, Hawaiian pizzas aren't, I think, from Hawaii. Probably not. Eddie, either way, you need to get back to me and let me know what's on your pizza. Triple Trouble has a question. Princess Megan has a question. Hmm. And Mansox has a question that isn't about what our favorite food is, and I'm a little worried about it. That's uh, concerning. I know, right? We've got Epic Game Store games. We've got PlayStation Plus games. We don't have Xbox games with gold games, and I'm a little bit upset about it, but I'm trying to work through my anger. Anyway, <clears throat> what have you been playing, Dylan? Animal Crossing. Did you cross an animal? I've crossed my animals. and With I've other animals? Twice. I found out which are naughty and which are nice. Which ones are naughty? I Is do find it, it strange Nook? that it's I invited some, some villagers to my, my town and they call me baby. <laughs> it's very weird. Are you a female character? I'm not, but the I think it's only the female villagers that are calling me baby. Hmm. I don't know. Hmm. It seems strange. Interesting. <laughs> um, that makes sense. Do you do you have your island open? Can I visit your airport? Um, not this moment. I'm not playing, but I would I would love to welcome you to my island of I've Walter Vale. Oh, it's a good name. Tell me, tell me everything there is to know about about uh, this game, Dylan. Pretend I've never played it before because I pretty much have never played it before. I don't know. I'm I'm very noob as well. Um, but this one, you you go to a deserted island, um, and you get a house. Well, you start with a tent, and then basically you can get loans to get bigger houses. And then every time you pay off that loan, you can get your house and make it bigger. Um, and you pay so in bells, correct? Bells, yeah. yes. 
So is that uh, how you get a bigger house? You have to go talk to Tom Nook? Yeah. In yeah. real life? Once your loan yeah. is paid off, he'll be like, hey, I got an idea. You can have a bigger house. Because so- everyone on my island has like a house and I'm still in a tent. <laughs> yeah. um. I, I know. So the idea of this game is actually that you're like on some sort of weird Tom Nook vacation, right? I think well, so. That's I that's you've you've already gone too far. You've gone too deep already, I think. I'm I'm gonna go with I mean, actually Tom Nook is doing some sort of like slaver slavery ring. Yeah. Because like literally that is how like modern day slavery works where he's like, Yeah, come to the island. He's like, Now you have to pay. You have to pay to me. I'm like Are you oh. saying is is it this like but some sort of trafficking thing? Yes, he's trafficking me. Except you never have to pay. That's no. the that's the catch. You never have to pay him a dime. Only if you want a bigger house. So, like, or if you got there and you were in your tent, like, he doesn't charge you to travel to your island. So, nope. when you get to your island, you are debt free, and you could just yep. walk around collecting fruit off your trees. Yep. He's, and he basically he says, says, "Pay me when you want to." Well, you still have to pay him. I mean, you don't like, have to pay him a dime. Well, you don't have to. He, he never sends you a bill. Money. He never does any. Like, it's completely That's, at your will. At some point, Timmy and Tommy are going to come break your knees. I don't think so. Those silly raccoons, kind of, they're too nice. Hmm. I don't know. Are you enjoying it? Oh, it's so much fun. <laughs> nice. Are you cheating um, while you play? Are you setting your clock forward I, to get more Absolutely days? not. That completely ruins the game, I think. I think what's cool about the game is that it is kind of a persistent world. So, like, once you get a shop, it closes at 10 p.m. Oh, crap. Like, <laughs> I literally so I've like, only played it at, like, night. <laughs> yes. would, it doesn't really stop you from doing anything other than going into the shop and buying the things. You can still sell stuff at the Dropbox and things. So, But based on the time of day or whatever, which is real time, completely real time, not 12-minute days or whatever it is where it's sunrise, sun, sun up. So you're going to encounter different things in the world, whether it's dark or light. So is um, the game... Like, are the days in real time then? Completely real time. Yeah. So it is... Today, if I was on right now, it'd be Wednesday, 4.05 in the Northern Hemisphere. Of course, you can choose to play in the Southern Hemisphere if you'd like. So your seasons would be inverted. Interesting. Um, All right. But other than that, you kind of just are a... You're on an island and you're just doing your thing and you can fly to random islands with your Nook Miles. It's going to sound really uh, weird if you've never, if you don't have any idea what's going on when you start talking about your Nook Miles. I Uh, heard a, uh, this is 100% not true, but I was listening to Waypoint today and they were talking about the Nook Miles and essentially the, um, because the entire reason you use your Nook Miles to fly to another island is to essentially rape it of its resources um, and take them and come back to your island. And they're like, what if, what if there is only like 5 million islands? And like starting like five or six months from now, we start to people start spawning into the game and there's just their islands have just been like strip mined and there's no trees and they just get there and they, there's nothing they can do because all the people that came before them just ripped all the resources out of the ground and left them as these deserted, you know, deserts. I kind of like that. Idea. Yeah, I think it's interesting. Except yeah, right. I think the counter to that would be there would you would be able to then take stuff to those islands and replant on them. 
Well, what if that's just where you start, though? Like, what are you going to do? You won't have any money. You won't have any stuff. Well, you're, you can invite your friend to come. What if they, they started on, a, on what island. if they started on an island that didn't have any stuff either? Yeah. I guess you gotta know something. You're all I think the idea is like if there's a limited number of islands that have been stripped, someone could have flown back to them and replanted them though. So Maybe. But are people like altruistic enough to go back to an empty island? In and Animal Crossing, I completely think so. Good guy. I Animal think the Crossing. people who play Animal Crossing would do that. Because your your island's only so big. There's only so much you can do. And like when I play with Vinny, he gave me peaches. I didn't have peaches on my island. I have peaches now. Oh. I, he Thanks, gave me three Vinny. peaches. I now have three peach trees. And I took the peaches off of those peach trees. And now I have nine peach trees. What uh, What did you start out with? Cherries. Any other fruit? Oh, you started. I started with, with cherries. cherries. So did Vinny, and so did Eddie. <laughs> so <laughs> I, the three I of us with all peaches. had cherries. So um, I funny. also have bamboo and coconuts on my island now. Yeah, I started with peaches, and then the game sent me apples. I didn't yeah. know you could plant them. Interesting. Yeah. This game the sounds so weird. I you can also plant money and grow a money tree. I believe just, just like, like real, real life. life. They've sprouted. <laughs> nice I have two money trees growing now. I don't know what they do. In in I real life, I I planted a bunch of plants. Did you plant plants in your planters, Dylan? Yeah. In real life, you're growing yeah. some onions. Nice. I have uh, sixteen strawberry plants. Nice. Uh, four different varieties, and one of them is a Hawaiian strawberry, which is like a white strawberry with little red specks. So it looks like an opposite strawberry, and apparently it tastes kind of like pineapple. But it also likes to be planted next to normal red strawberries for pollination. So we'll see. All right. I work. I also have four oh. by four square feet of onions. So That's a lot of onions, Dylan. Do you we'll eat an absurdly there. large amount of onions? We do eat a lot of onions, yeah. Interesting. You gotta I, go, baby. I'm going to grow get, tomatoes and peppers, too, so I can have oh, homemade salsa from the garden. I uh, like because I do a like a food box and like almost every week it comes with an onion. I get it and I just throw it away because my wife hates onions in everything. So I'll just start sending it to Dylan. All right. Next, Colby, you're yes. playing Animal Crossing. You've t- anything you want to say about Animal Crossing that we haven't already said about Animal Crossing? I've literally probably only put maybe an hour into it. That's I've mostly right. just wandered around my island fishing. <laughs> Did you catch so. an oar fish yet? No, no, I caught a black bass the only thing i know about this game is literally what i've learned talking to you guys in the last five minutes and what i see people post on twitter that is the my giant mythical fish that i cut i love it i love it uh you're still playing sword art sword art online though i am i've put about 40 hours into it apparently it's, i thought it was only a 35 hour game shut up <laughs> i will say my hat goes off to a game that in the like final act uh, that's uh, 40 hours in it's like what if we just add something to this plot love it and so now i'm there's a murder mystery i guess i don't know <laughs> love it um but yeah it's, it's fun so i was like I think I was just on my phone the other day and Netflix was Netflix Netflix was like, "Hey, we think you'd like this show." And it it sent it to me. I'm like, "Okay, what what's this?" And it's called it was called B-Stars. And it's like essentially like the anime version of Zootopia pretty much. Like it's all just about like 
I don't know, different animals that want to eat each other, but they also go to school together. It's very strange. But because I, and it came on, I'm like, this looks weird as all get out. And I'm like, man, I'll give it a shot though. And so I watched the first season of Beastars. I'd like that you're like, I'll give it a shot. So I watched the first season. (laughs) Do you know how long I've been trying to get you to watch Bojack damn Horseman? I watched like the first two seasons of Bojack. I'll get to it eventually. I watched. And then you're like, oh, a weird anime I've never heard of. Better just like plow through all this season. (laughs) It's it's a it was very strange. Hate you. Right. It's fair. It's fair. Um, how's Breaking Bad going? I've never seen an episode of it. I know. Um, so I watched B Stars, and because I watched that, all of a sudden it started recommending all this other anime to me, and I'm like, huh, first two seasons of Sword Art Online are on Netflix, so maybe I'll watch those next. Well, as soon as I get the password to someone else's Netflix, I will watch it. <laughs> uh, talk to me. We'll we'll hook you up. Um, oh, hey, cool. It's saved in my computer for dads perfect everybody wins i uh i also i started watching the uh so i've been watching altered carbon the actual like tv show but there's an altered carbon anime too it's real good as well so anyway i have never watched anime before like last two weeks and now i'm watching what else is real good breaking bad bojack horseman bojack horseman yeah i don't like bojack is a very good show cole but i don't know if that's a show i should be watching during the apocalypse man that show is not happy i don't know if i need one more thing in my life to be miserable just drink more (laughs) do you want to talk more about uh, sword art no because i can't like i still don't even know really what the plot of this game is it's fun (laughs) it's a it's an enjoyable third person shooter with a heavy dose of weird anime stuff that is very difficult to keep track of. I love it. <laughs> um, so Colby and I finished up Journey to a Savage Planet, which is very good. I like that a lot. But we're going to do a podcast about that, so I'm not going to waste a bunch of time talking about it. Um, I've been playing Ori and the Will of the Wisps, which that game is way bigger than I thought it was. Like, way bigger than I thought it was. I got... What I figured was getting close to beating it, and all of a sudden it's like, oh no, we've got this entire other plot that you're gonna have to do. Like you're, I'm exploring, I'm exploring, I'm exploring, opening up all these new places and maps and stuff, and then like the entire game, you're searching for your owl friend. I found my owl friend, and I'm like, oh, we've got to be getting close to the end here. And then it's like, oh no, you've got to go like meet these four different other things to go find it to get him home and blah 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 blah. So that game opened up a bunch i'm i'm very i'm very surprised how big it is but i'm having a lot of fun playing it it's absolutely stunningly gorgeous i really recommend that to anyone who has game pass because it's free um the other thing i'm playing is a game that i cannot remember the name of which is a problem (laughs) um it's by the people that made ftl does that help anyone? <laughs> yeah, because I remember you playing it, but no. Right? <laughs> it's that game right there. What's it called? Into the Breach. Um, which is a really cool game if you... So, first of all, I guess it's on um, Game Pass Ultimate. So, if you have the PC version of it. But it might actually be on the Xbox as well. It might just be on everything Game Passy. think it is. Maybe it's just Game Pass Ultimate. Um, but I'm playing on my PC and it's a really cool game if 
you're working at home and you just like, hey, I need to take a 10 minute break. Um, it plays in a window, so it doesn't like it doesn't. It's not going to take over your entire computer. You can literally leave it backgrounded for days, and it's going to be fine. It's a like turn based tactics game. So you are you your side is these giant mechs, and you're fighting these like evil like bug creatures, and there's I think four or five islands and each island is divided up into sectors. And so like the, the resource in the game is power. So you have to stop the bugs from destroying your power grid essentially. And because your mechs run on power, if they knock out all your power, you lose because your mechs can't move anymore. And so the power is for the entire island. And so what you have to do is beat each section of the game while making sure they don't, knock out too much of your power and the power is represented in game by essentially buildings. So the mechs are going to try or the, the bugs are going to try and knock down buildings, which kills residents, but also um, knocks out power. And so they, you, you know, you'll take your turn, all your mechs will land, you'll put them where you want to. And then the bugs take a turn and you can see exactly what they're going to do. So, you know, that that bug is going to shoot a bug bullet across the thing and it's going to hit this building. And so, at that point in time, what you have to do is either kill that bug so it can't shoot that bullet or push the bug to a space where shooting that bullet won't hurt anything. So, like, you know, there's a space five in front of you that has a building. There's an empty space, one space over from that. I go over and I punch him with my mech. It knocks him a space over, and now his thing won't do anything. And so the entire tactic of it is figuring out a way to mitigate all the damage that the bugs are going to do while not getting killed yourself and then each map also has additional challenges. So, like, there was one where I had to break a dam um, for some reason. And so if I broke that dam, I got bonuses. And sometimes you'll get, elect like, extra electricity. Sometimes it's just extra stuff. Um, it's it's a lot of fun, and I'm really enjoying it, but I'm not good at it, which is kind of disappointing. Like, I'm actually pretty bad at it. I've played... I've never made it off the first island. I don't know if I've ever beaten more than half of the sectors on that island before losing. And when you lose, you just start that island completely over. Um, and the the scenarios stay pretty much the same. Like I've I've fought a lot of the same areas, but the because the fights are kind of random to, based on where you put down and where the aliens put down and how they move. It's not like I can say, "Hey, I'm going to get better at this fight over and over again." Each one, like I actually have to get physically better at the strategy in the game. So I'm probably never going to be good enough at it to actually beat it, and I'm not sure I'm ever going to be good enough at it to keep playing it forever, but it is a really good distraction in that like, Hey, I've got 15 minutes left on my lunch break. I just want something really short to put 15 minutes against. And the scenarios are super short. Like I would say each one lasts. I mean, I guess depending how bad you are, they could last a very short amount of time, but I don't think any of them last longer than maybe 10 or 15 minutes. So it's really fun. Um, if you have a PC and game pass ultimate, it's free, but it, even if it's not free, it's not, I don't think it's more than like 15 bucks. So give it a go. Um, the soundtrack's by Ben Prunty, who I really, really like. Um, it's just it's just a fun kind of little isometric pixel game. So give it a try. Speaking of like games that are kind of like that, that used to run in the background, 
why is it that we don't have like the Star Wars, like what was it, Yoda's Adventures yep. and uh, the Indiana, Indiana Jones, Jones game, desktop adventures? I absolutely those are awesome. Am, and I, the only reason I can think of why those haven't been redone is that Disney just doesn't want to make it a priority. But I am shocked that no one has um, either redone those for PC or redone those for mobile. phones because they'd be yeah. perfect for mobile. Those games are so fun. Um, I guess they're kind of similar to the the Ubisoft games, um, the Laura Croft. Um, what were those called? There's a Laura Croft one and there's a um, Hitman one. Like Hitman yeah. Go and Laura Croft Go. They're kind yeah. of like that. But I, I don't understand why no one's redone them. I think about that. I've thought about that a dozen times in the last two years. Like, it's really I was strange. hoping you were going to say I think about that every day. Every single day, <laughs> Colby. Every day. So, all right. Uh, I think that is all we have been playing. So, we are going to talk about Patreon and our lovely patrons. Thank you so much for supporting us. We appreciate it. Um, if you are a $10 patron, we will read your name off. And that is presumably exciting for us and for you. Probably mostly us, really. But that's cool. Uh, we have Patreon tiers starting at $1, $3, $7, and $10. 10 gets your name read to our wonderful producers, Alan Schulte, Austin Palmer, Brian Henniger, John Tippins, Kevin Schuld, Megan Phillips, and Tom McDermott. Thank you so much for supporting the podcast. We uh, we greatly appreciate it. If you would be interested in supporting us as well, you can go to patreon.com slash bitemepodcast and learn everything you need to do about doing it. We'll send you stuff. I hope, I mean, I guess I can still send stuff. Is is the post office an essential business? Yes. yes. Cool. So I can send you stuff. I don't want to, and I can't promise I won't lick, up, lick it first or breathe all over it, but I think I'm healthy, so you should be fine. Cough into it. Cough right into it. Every envelope I open up, I cough into it, and then I seal it. So, Dylan, do your thing. News. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. All right, so you might remember last week, which seems like an eternity ago, um, we talked about the PlayStation 5 reveal, that super, super boring presentation um, in which they kind of intimated that there was, they tested a hundred of the most played or longest played PlayStation games, um, PlayStation 4 games and seen and saw how they would play on the PlayStation 5 and kind of implied that there was only going to be a hundred-ish PlayStation 4 games that were backwards compatible at the PlayStation 5 launch. And as you can imagine, people were a little sad about that. And so they came out this week with, uh, we'll see if I'll read this entire quote. I may just paraphrase. Um, with all the amazing games in the PS4's catalog, we're devote, we've devoted significant efforts to enable our fans to play their favorites on the PS5. We believe that the overwhelming majority of the 4,000 plus PS4 titles will be playable on the PS5. And then they talk a bunch about how they... Our, the PS4 titles will run at boosted frequency on the PS5 so they can benefit from higher and more stable frame rates and potentially higher resolutions. They're testing all the games title by title, blah, blah, blah. Now, 
In his presentation, Mark Cerny provided a snapshot into the top 100 most played PS4 titles, demonstrating how well our backwards compatibility of efforts are going. We've already tested hundreds of titles and are preparing to test thousands more as we move toward launch. We will provide updates on backwards compatibility along with more PS5 news in the months ahead. Stay tuned. So what you'll notice is they did not actually say how many games are coming out, just that we're testing bunches of them. So the number is somewhere around 100 plus up to 4,000, roughly, give or take. I don't know. Do you think people care? Do you think like backwards compatibility on the PS5 is something that, that people are going to be excited about? I mean, it's it's a given on the Xbox. Like they've already said all your Xbox games will run on the Xbox Series X. So remind me, is it, are they only doing like the top played games? Was that what it was? Well, that's what they said last week. And now they're saying... We believe that the majority of the 4,000 PS4 titles will be playable on PS5, but they give absolutely no guarantees about how many at launch, and they give no time frames. This is more of a, hey, just just wait, we're going to update more later in the next six months until it launches, or eight months until it launches. So, do you think it matters? I mean, I yes, because I think there are people who play you know, older games, but if you look at like the statistics that Xbox gives out, not a lot. But do you think, do you think that's, and that's kind of what I was thinking too, is that the statistics really say that people don't play, like people play backwards compatible games, but they don't play a lot of them. But I don't know if the statistics are exactly fair because backwards compatibility was like a mid console thing with the Xbox, whereas it, you know, this could be day one with these systems. And what I what I wonder is if it'll affect if if they come out and say, hey, it's 150 titles and here they are. And it covers a lot of things, but not everything. Are there going to be people who don't buy a PS5 because they planned on trading their PS4 in to buy a PS5 and they don't want to because they won't be able to play all their games that they already own? Probably not. You don't think so? No. Hmm. I guess we'll see. I I don't know. I think people just want the newest and prettiest and shiniest. That's true. That is also and so true. They'll, so they'll either go like, oh, I guess I just won't trade in my PS4 or just trade it in and assume that they'll play Eat some the games. of the games. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right, though. I think backwards compatibility is something that people think they want a lot more than they actually want it. I do not. Like, I've played some Xbox 360 games, but not a ton. So... I've played quite a bit. Yeah, I mean, it's not um, like I've played none, but it's not, I don't play yeah. one every week, you know. No. Um, all right, next up, PlayStation, I'm sorry, poof, Microsoft, which is like the opposite of PlayStation. Valve and HP are building what they are calling the VR headset of the future. Um, do you think, if you were going to name something, the and this is the VR headset of the future would the name you'd pick be reverb g2 yes really yeah that's a hundred percent what i'd name it do you think that it's confusing that there is no reverb g1 (laughs) well that's what that's the brilliance of it people are like it must be better than the they've already iterated on g2 (laughs) and they'll just go straight for the headset of the future doesn't valve already have a vr headset and it's new it like came out four months ago maybe (laughs) so also i didn't realize hp was still in business yeah i don't know i don't know anyway there is absolutely no details about this it just has a steam page which is weird because it's hardware but whatever um 
quote, developed in collaboration with Valve and Microsoft, the next-gen HP VR headset delivers a more immersive, comfortable, and compatible experience than the previous generation of HP headsets, I guess. It's the new standard in VR. <laughs> so I guess good on them. Um, the the thing I think is interesting about this is it comes like a couple days after Gabe Newell was quoted as saying, we're way closer to the Matrix than people realize. It's not going to be the Matrix. The Matrix is a movie and it misses out on all the interesting technical subtleties and just how weird the post-brain computer interface world is going to be. It's going to have a huge impact on the kind of experiences that we can create for people. So maybe the Reverb G2 is going to plug you into the Matrix. You become a battery and... I- I was going to say that actually what he meant by that is that in the upcoming apocalypse, you're going to be powering my house. <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't want to speculate, but I would guess there is a non-zero amount of people that if you said, okay, so here's the deal. We're going to put you in the reverb G2 and everything's going to be amazing. It's going to be like the matrix and ready player one mixed together. It's going to be awesome. The downside is you have to be a battery that powers valve like oh, there would be people that'd be like, I'm, there. I'm in. <laughs> I'm, I am a hundred percent Joey pants in that movie where I'm like, I know this is all fake, but this steak's really good. And it's much better than the gruel we have to eat. So, <laughs> Which pill do you take? Call <laughs> blue pill. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> no, the one that doesn't turn me into a men's right activist. Yeah, I, don't I think know. that's the blue pill. I'm, I've always been a little confused on that. So anyway, I'm very excited about the VR headset of the future. The reverb G2. That name's terrible. It's so much better than the G1, though. Why do they name it Reverb, though? Like, Reverb is literally, like, a... Because it sounds cool. You you know, it's on a stereo. Yes. It's an effects pedal on my guitar. (sighs) Anyway. Uh, PlayStation, the game company, is slowing down video game downloads in Europe in order to keep the European internet infrastructure from collapsing under the weight of everyone being at home. And uh, we're wondering if the U.S. could be next. But my first question, my initial question is, does anybody notice when the PlayStation Network gets slower? Because no. for me, it's like a dial-up connection to Romania. So, so- you want to know the uh, most interesting part about that? Mm-hmm. It's regional. Really? So I so was stuck in I, the crappy PlayStation region. I saw a thing once where people were talking about like, man, like why is it that Xbox is so fast and PlayStation so slow? And you had a bunch of people who were like, wait, no, it's the exact opposite for me. And when they figured out where they were, all the people who were saying like, man, PlayStation is so slow. were in an area. And all the people who were saying it were fast. were in a different area. Don't these places have data centers? Isn't I that have what's no supposed idea. to work? And I mean, I granted this was like PS3 days, so this was, I don't know, a lifetime ago at this point. But uh, all yeah, all I know is that every time I turn on my PlayStation, it's like, hey, we've got a 500 megabyte update. I just go, well, I guess I'm not playing you today and turn it off and turn my Xbox back on. So I don't know. Um, anyway, they're trying to, to keep the Internet from collapsing. Uh, Sony Interactive Entertainment. President and CEO Jim Ryan said, we believe it's important to do our part to address Internet stability during concerns as an unprecedented number of people are practicing social distancing and are becoming more reliant on Internet access, which is cool. But I think he actually means playing PlayStation games, but whatever. 
Um, Netflix is reducing streaming quality for the next 30 days um, in Europe and Australia, I believe. And Google is defaulting all YouTube streams to standard quality um, everywhere in the world. So everyone's doing their part. Um, thanks, I guess. Are you sure? Like, I mean, again, Netflix is, everyone is doing the bare minimum. <laughs> Netflix is reducing streaming quality for 30 days. No, you're not getting a refund. <laughs> so how much is Google worth? I'm pretty sure they could be doing more on the flip side today. I got a, a email from Comcast that was like, Hey, we're going to give you a hundred bucks off your next bill because we're not having data overages anymore. I'm like, all right, I will take your money Comcast. So Good and good. Um, do you think this? Do you think that'll be a problem here? I don't. I don't know enough about like our actual infrastructure here to know if that would be a problem. I mean, I know basic amount of our infrastructure and generally that it's not great. Not great. Yeah. So, anyways, probably at some point. Yeah, probably. All right, uh, Minecraft, your favorite video game of your child if they're under 14 and don't play Fortnite, I guess, uh, is helping kids stuck at home. Um, and man, there's a lot of them stuck at home. My kids here all the time. Now I'm here all the time. Now my kids here all the time. Now we never don't see each other. It's a nightmare. Um, I at least get to go to work. Yeah. Right. But your kids three when you are at home. Yeah, I know. Have you ever been stuck in quarantine with a three-year-old? That was my clip? point, is, is I think I would uh, rather be stuck with Carter all day than stick with a three-year-old only when I'm not at work. Dylan's just stuck with a cute cat. Man, we got the crappy end of this deal. <laughs> Minecraft announced that it will be offering free in-game educational lessons to help entertain and educate students who are stuck at home. Um, these are all part of the Minecraft Education Edition that let kids do all kinds of wacky things like be inside the human eye, which sounds gross and sticky, and visit the International Space Station, which is probably not gross or sticky, but that's... You don't know that. There could be some problems there. Um, Phil Spencer is said, uh, we understand the important role gaming is playing right now to connect people and provide joy in these isolating and stressful times. Our teams are working diligently to ensure we can be there for our players. And uh, so they're giving away these packs on the Minecraft marketplace. Normally you have to actually have like the education version of Minecraft to play these, which you can only get through schools, but they've redone these. So they will work with anyone who's running the bedrock addiction edition, which is essentially anything that isn't the Java one. So if you don't have, and I think bedrock editions, it's probably not free. It's been free in the past, but it's the one that runs on windows 10. It's the one that you play on your iPad or your iPhone, those things. So they're available for free through June 30th. So if you've got kids at home and you don't know what to do with them, the Minecraft educational stuff is really cool. Um, I visited the Minecraft exhibit at a local museum here three or four months ago, and they did a lot of talking about the educational stuff and it's really neat. There's, it's a really good way for your kids to learn that they probably won't hate. So there is that. Go check out the Minecraft Marketplace to learn more. Um, all right. So what was the final tally on people that will be buying a $2,400 Doom Eternal statue? I'll be getting mine in May. Yes. Dylan? Um, if I had $2,400 for a Doom statue, I would have just bought Doom, I think, and saved the rest. How- Good How point. big is this Doom statue? So the Doom statue is 43 inches tall, so like just a shade over three and a half feet, which is a pretty... Is that like a third grader, a second grader? That's the size of my kid. Yeah, yeah. so it's it's like the size of a six, like a three-year-old, four-year-old probably. 
It's, it's a toddler. Yeah, it's a toddler. Um, it comes in three versions. The $2,400 version is just the most expensive. We'll start at the cheapest, which is the standard version, which is only $1,800. They're all the same height. So 43 inches across the board. For $1,800, you get uh, an LED light-up helmet and base, which is pretty cool, but a little basic. For $2,000, you get interchangeable arms. One is which holding the crucible and another with the super shotgun or plasma rifle. The ultimate edition, $2,400, comes with everything from the deluxe edition, along with a interchangeable arm that can hold the BFG 9000 heavy cannon or chainsaw. <laughs> so, I mean, I think that is probably it's not only, worth it. But It's only going to go up in value. Is it? Yes. Are you sure? <laughs> I if I know anything, it is investments and it will only go up in value. Is this one of those things where like you don't trust putting money into things like stocks and so normally you'd invest in gold, but instead you're just going to invest in do maternal statues? I'm going to say that this is going to be like Bitcoin was last year where you're going to really wish you had bought as many doom statues as you could. I and eventually they'll be worth $20,000 a piece and then they'll be worth nothing. Is that what you're trying to well, tell you me? Just, you just got to sell at the right moment. Well, how do you I know? You got to offload your, your doom statues at the right moment. Okay. So it, so investor Colby, how many doom statues should I buy? As many as you can afford. Does it matter? Like this is the this is the Jim Cramer moment where I'm just like hitting the desk telling you to buy now. Do I need to buy the most expensive edition or yes. okay, so I can't get like I can't get cheap with the deluxe version. No, no, that's just a way to fail. All right, you heard it here, folks. Invest everything in Doom Eternal statues. One day you sell your home. Um if you need medicine, just forego it. You'll thank me in the long run. I don't or die. think that's true. <laughs> All right, next up, we got questions. Do it, Dylan. Hey, yo, Vinny. What are you, what are you talking about? Vinny's talking about stuff. Awkward silence. <laughs> Vinny had his first Zoom conference the other day. I bet you it was fantastic. It was not, I'm sure, fantastic. If they ever force me to do a Zoom thing, I will be in the bathroom. <laughs> Have you seen that video of the girl who's... I can't yes, tell if I it's... sent it to you. Yeah, I don't know if it's staged or not. I want to believe that it's staged, but also people are really dumb. Where she's on a school Zoom conference, it's you know her and a bunch of students, and she literally picks up her phone and walks to the bathroom and sits it down on her counter so she can continue watching it and just like drops trow and starts going to the bathroom while everyone looks on in horror. I... Maybe it's real. Maybe it's fake. It really doesn't matter. It really doesn't. Just let me have it. It's real. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, all right. So first up, Vinny wants to know, Doom and Animal Crossing had a wonderful crossover campaign leading up to launch, and he feel it benefited both games. What other games do you feel could benefit from this kind of cross-promotional marketing? I think anything cute with anything ultraviolet works really well. It's kind of like the... Uh... The TF2 video with the the pyro when that first came out. I love that thing. so much. I actually bought my wife a balloonicorn. Yeah, like I think anything like that works really well. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Let's see. So, what games? What game? What cute games are coming out? Mm. You, you mentioned Pode. 
could you do oh, something Pode with that? Oh, Pode is very and, cute. Um, Pode and Halo uh, Wars. Gear, or, yeah, Gears Tactics. Yeah, that's right. It was Gears Tactics. Yeah, I mean, the so the one of the things that the, the characters in Pode can do is the the rock character can actually like swallow the the star character in order to get them to places or maybe it's vice versa i can't actually really remember it's been a year um but like one of them can jump higher than the other one so they can actually eat the other character and then jump to places um so maybe they could uh you know they could come in they could swallow the like halo tanks and hop them to places that they normally couldn't go is that is that good what what about uh predator hunting grounds and like trials of mana because like i would watch something with you know weird japanese anime characters fighting the predator absolutely absolutely yeah i don't know what do you think dylan viva pinata (laughs) that's that's what i got and then like i don't know like ultraviolet baseball I feel like is that's there good... is there ultraviolet baseball? No, but I just made it up. Should there be ultraviolet? Absolutely. I guess we could do we could do base wars from the NES where you yeah. played robot baseball. Yeah, I guess it's a good. I plan. just think it'd be awesome to have like a baseball game, but extra violent matched up with pinata. I love it. I love it. All right. Next up, the Dons. Uh, since we're all stuck in quarantine, what multiplayer games do you recommend avoiding so you don't rip your family apart before this is all over? Um, I mean, Overcooked, just across the board. Don't play Overcooked <laughs> with your family. I think that's that's good. Most most multiplayer games. Yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> I think if you're going to, I think if you're going to play a multiplayer game right now you want to make sure that it's it's a co-op multiplayer game. Um, I, I think that's really, really important that, you know, you're cooperating on things, not not trying to kill each other. So, like, like Pode is a great game to play right now. Um, I actually started playing... I should have talked about this earlier. I forgot. I started playing Kentucky Route Zero with my wife, and it's only a single-player game, but it's one of those kind of narrative things where you can both watch it and play. That's a great game to play. Um, like, the Lego... Uh, like any of the Lego games, great games to play. Just don't, just don't compete with each other. I think, think, think couch co-op, not like, you know, like cooperative part of co-op, not where you're actually trying to, uh, well, because I mean, I guess Overcooked really is technically co-op. It's a co-op. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to point out that the last time my wife played a game, it was either Frogger or perhaps, um, uh, River Raid. So I think she'd still games be able to aren't really. Out. I don't. No, probably not. No. Probably not. Um, that's okay, though. Um, let's see. What is our next question? From Island Pizza, who, again, Eddie, I need to know what's on Island Pizza. With Animal Crossing being the hot thing going right now, what animal would you like to be and what service would you provide? So I don't know what animals are on this thing already. Um, a lot of them. Okay. So I'm going to be a turtle. Think Crush. Um, from Finding Nemo, and I'm going to provide surfboards and surfing Ooh. accessories. That's is that a, is that in the game? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I, don't I guess know. we'll see. There has to I'm be only a turtle. A... I imagine there's a turtle. I met a pelican. 
What did it yeah, do? That's... I don't know. It wanted me to find something. He washed up on shore, but he wants yeah. to get back to his crew, so you have to find his communicator parts. Yep. That. He sounds very busy. Yeah. His name is Gulliver. I love it. It is. Does he travel? I. Well, of course he does, Cliff. Yeah. Merit. I'd be a sloth, because I like sloths. Is there a sloth? I don't, I don't know. Probably. I don't know. I kind of want to do things really slowly. Fruit. Yes. Things really slowly. I don't know what's lost. He'd do. work at the DMV. Yeah. I probably just chill and do nothing. Yeah. He'd be like I mean, the big Lebowski. Animal Crossing is, it's just Zootopia. I mean, right. Or is Zootopia Animal Crossing? Yeah. It's good. Yeah, I don't know. Except you're, you're, you're a person. There's You're a human on an animal. Oh, that's animal. true. But everything else is animals. It's, it's like it Bojack Horseman, Cliff. Right. <laughs> All right. Uh, what you said you wanted to be a koala, but I missed the reason why. I think I want to pedal fruit. Yeah. I don't. I now, when like you say pedal, do you mean like a bike, years. or are, are you going to sell it, or I'm both? Sell it. Oh, you could be like you could get one of those bikes that makes smoothies. That you power yeah. the thing to make smoothies. It's very smoothies. Smart. It's very smart. Yeah, I think smoothie. a smoothie is when you buy a smoothie from like one of the like bikini baristas. Hmm. Did you know that koalas have smooth brains? I they don't have wrinkles. Do you know that That's koalas are they're like one of really the few dumb. animals that they think have like de-evolved over time. They've actually had evolution that has impacted them negatively. Like I <laughs> this is the second podcast I've said it on. It always makes people really sad, but. Koalas, if they aren't killed by something else, so like if a koala doesn't like get eaten by something else or get hit by a car, which they do all the time because they're dumb as bricks, eventually they just starve to death because their teeth wear down. <laughs> That's how they koalas also, die. <laughs> they also get chlamydia. It's very sad. They also get chlamydia. Yeah. They, they, the only food they eat is slightly poisonous to them. <laughs> and if you cut it off the tree, they won't eat it. If you give a koala a plate full of eucalyptus, it will starve to death. I'm just saying, maybe God wants them extinct. S smooth brains. Yeah. A, a bushfire might have actually just been the right way to deal with koalas. Anyway, they're super cute, though. God, they're cute. Anyway, uh, next question. Question from Triple Trouble, who happens to be my adorable son, uh, wants to know what are my top five desert island games, or as Megan read this game, desert island games. So either you're on a island full of sand or an island full of desserts. Land of chocolate. It'd be great. Uh, it's like Willy Wonka, but it's an island. <laughs> um, and maybe there's not some psychotic dude trying to murder you. Uh, you can't be online games. With his slaves. Exactly. Don't forget his slaves. <laughs> no, they, they wanted to be there, Cole, but he rescued them from the uh -huh. jaguars in the jungle. Uh, I'm going to point out that that is pretty much the exact <laughs> same thing we were saying in the <laughs> mid-1800s. Anyway, no online games, no co-op games, just consoles and games. So... Top. Oh, oh, I thought he meant like actually like games set on a desert island. I was <laughs> desperately trying to think of desert island games. I'm like, well, uh, Link's Awakening's on an island. That oh. would have been name five. <laughs> well, that's name what I'm like. Jeez, give us a little bit of like heads up that we're going to have to come up with five games set on a desert island I mean, on the fly. In fairness, Colby, that was put in the Discord 
two days ago, and I gave you the show notes this morning. You had time to study. I don't read things, Cliff. <laughs> Readings for nerds. We've been over this. Anyway, so these are the five games that you would play if you were trapped on a desert island, Colby. Oh. But they can't be online and they can't be co-op. Okay. Who wants to go first? Do we want to come up with five between us or do we each want to have our own five? I mean, like, I know Red Some Dead. Some of them are going to overlap, too. so we should yeah. get those ones out of the way. And that's what I'm thinking. Like, how, just, how long am I going to be on this desert island? Could be forever, Cole. You might die. I mean, I probably would. Absolutely. I wouldn't last three weeks on a desert island. Just out island. of despair. <laughs> <laughs> like, he, he just went and laid down in the sand. So, I mean, he didn't even try to fight for and it. And so that's, a, like, I, initially I was thinking, like, Skyrim. It's a nice long game. Um, you know, but... If I'm what gonna, happens if you hit a game-breaking bug, bug like sixty hours just in? Screwed. Um, Start but, over. Which makes me think that like really like uh, super open games might be better. Like I'm not, Minecraft. yeah, Minecraft or Terraria, yeah. something I like that. I want Animal Crossing. I want Civilization Six. Yeah, I might finally so beat I can just Civ keep Six doing it again. Yeah. I totally bought Civ Six on my my Switch. I'm very excited about it because I already own DLC for it, and <laughs> so now I can play that DLC. Um, I think you just want every building game that's just like an open world yeah, that you build things in. Because I would love, I would love to finally have time to sit down with Planet Coaster and like figure out that game and make my own yeah, Disneyland yeah. in it. Like that'd be great. Like I, I can't. I think I'm going to go towards games that like I just don't have the time to play now. What What about Dreams? I've never. Oh, played Dreams it, would be great. I, could learn. I think I'm going to buy that this weekend. Carter found a twenty dollar PlayStation gift card laying around our house, so. I'm going to spend the other 20 bucks and get dreams. Maybe I'd uh, go with like Super Mario Maker too. Oh, Super Mario Maker would be a really good choice. Really yeah. good choice. I yeah. can make I'm my, just, I'm my just going to go with Minute. Play them. Yeah. yeah. What did you say, Cole? I'm just going to go with Minute. <laughs> Game I can beat in 90 minutes and then just go like, huh, I should have chose something different. <laughs> At least I got four more games. <laughs> That was a poor decision. I don't know. Like, maybe Forza? That'd be yeah. pretty fun. Right? Be like because, I mean, cruising. you could keep getting better at yourself. Or, like... Um, it's a, it's a, that's set on a desert island. And it is set on a desert island. <laughs> it's a desert island game. Yeah. Um, Kingdom Hearts, I could finally understand the damn story. No, you can't. No. <laughs> I mean, like, that's actually not... Like, I know that that doesn't really play in the five well wait no 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 for the playstation for the playstation 4 there's a pack that contains like every game in that series on one set like it's i don't it's probably not yeah. a single disc so that counts right yeah i could finally yeah. figure out i could finally get the time to play through all the kingdom hearts games and figure them out and figure out what the story is and figure out How about all that stuff one of those like old school 50 and one Nintendo cartridges that you could buy from like flea markets. China. Yep. No, that's a good choice. Yeah. That's a great choice. Like it, it's Contra. Kinda. <laughs> I don't remember Contra being exactly like this, but it's close. <laughs> it's close. All right. Princess Megan has a question for us. She wants to know, are you enjoying working from home? I guess this is just for me and, me <laughs> and Dylan. Uh, how have you been spending your evenings and how are your families doing? So Colby's is just despair and no one wants to hear that, but I, I guess give us the, give us the short version, Cole. Um, miserable. Miserable. Yeah. Yeah. Like imagine being deemed essential for something that isn't essential 
and then just putting your life essentially in risk every time you do it. Sounds great, Cole. Yeah, you... uh, but luckily I'm being well compensated. Oh, wait, I'm not being well compensated. My bad. Never mind. Are you questioning your life choices? I'm questioning why they give me access to like a lot of bottles from the recycling that I could just make Molotov cocktails out of. <laughs> All right, try not to kill anyone, Cole. That's uh, like they'll listen to this podcast and that will be evidence. So that's okay. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. I'm going to start the revolution. You're welcome. The, you and Cheesecake Factory are on the front lines, Colby. Thank you. It's going to be me, Brittany, and Cheesecake Factory. Fran Drescher. Anyway, cool. Uh, Dylan, how are you liking working from home? Um, it could be a lot worse, I guess. Um, you could be doing my job. <laughs> it's mostly just kind of weird. Um, I think, luckily, we've had a lot more work than I think. Yeah. I expected. I think everyone's kind of stepped up because they had to, and um, I'm getting a lot of videos that I'm editing all the time. So nice. Um, it seems like I'm keeping busy, so that's nice. So it's not like I just have to sit around and uh, like make the illusion of work and try to be useful. It's like it's kind of just working as normal, which is again, it's like amazing, but it's not because you realize. Whenever something happens, you just figure it out, and everyone just figured it out. Yeah. Um, and it's something we never would have tried before, but then you're stuck in quarantine. And you're like, well, we can do this remote working thing, and it's fine. We'll figure it out. It's like, yeah, yeah cool. Uh, I've, I've found that my days become exceptionally blurry. Like, I wake up, and like, so I've been waking up, and then for like an hour, I do homework. And then I work for four hours and then I make lunch and then I work for another four hours and then I make dinner and then we watch a movie and then I go to bed and I wake up the next day and we do that all over again, which means that my oh, Monday yeah. is exactly like my Tuesday, which is exactly like my Wednesday, which is exactly like my Thursday, which is exactly like my Friday. And then we get to the weekend and I'm like, oh man, there's nowhere to go. We can't do anything. <laughs> you know, like yeah. my, the, it, what breaks up my day is like, oh sweet. I went and got the mail. It was great. <laughs> you know, yeah. um, I, I have a really hard time keeping track of what day it is. Um, which is kind of strange. Yeah, absolutely. I like, I'm going to say this now and I, I reserve, my ability to complain about this again in the future, but I kind of missed having meetings because <laughs> just to be like, first of all, it, at some point, <laughs> but it's not even that it first of all helps remember what day it is. So like, I know I have this meeting every Tuesday. I know I have this meeting every Wednesday. I know I have this meeting every Thursday, which is kind of nice, but it also breaks my day up. It means that I actually like leave my chair and go and do something else and yeah. talk to other people and then come back. So so like those meetings or just like the ability to like for Dylan and I to go like, hey, I'm going to go get a cup of coffee. And we walk in and get a cup of coffee and, you know, BS yeah. with the people in the break room for five minutes and then come back. Um, right. Those little things are the weird things I miss. But besides that, I mean, it's not right. it's not awesome, but it's not like the end of the world. Like the people that are like mm. climbing up the walls, like I can't stay home another day. I'm like, you know, it, it could be significantly worse. It could be yeah. Colby. Absolutely could be Colby. Um, I just, did I mention our lack of gloves? You did mention the lack of gloves. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, I, th- I think my family. Don't worry, they're only back ordered until April fifteenth. You'll be fine. Just don't touch anything gross between now and April fifteenth, Colby. Have you thought about using baggies? Just covering your hand in gallon baggies. It'd be like big mittens. Bread bags. <laughs> like put a put a like a uh, rubber band on the end of the baggie, and you're good to go. You don't need dexterity for what you do, right? You'll be fine. Um. I think my family's doing okay too. Like it's a little weird. Like my kids only sort of in school, which is kind of strange. So I don't know. I have a three-year-old. Yeah. How's she doing? How's she liking Nintendogs? Give us give us a three-year-old review of Nintendogs, Call. Uh, so despite the fact that Nintendogs is a kids' game, there's a lot of reading, and three-year-olds can't really read. I mean, smart <laughs> ones also, can. There's also a lot of um, like, hey, call your dog so that it knows its name. And I'm like, well, what do you want to name the dog? And she's like, well, what if I just come up with the weirdest thing that you can possibly think of? I'm like, will you remember that? No. <laughs> How about we come up with something else then? And uh, then the, you know, it's like, make sure you enunciate. I'm like, three-year-olds can't enunciate. <laughs> and so you spend about 15 minutes of her trying to name the dog Daddy. Um, and it not understanding what you're saying to it. And her getting frustrated and wanting to play a different game. And I'm like, there are no other games. You can't read. That kind of limits what games you can play. Like, I know you want to play Pokemon real bad, but you can't read. And it's an RPG. So what I I, like my one suggestion is if you want to play a game, you have to play it with her. But uh, I beat. Lego Indiana Jones with Carter when he was that age, like three, three and a half. Um, because you can't die. Like if you die, you just come back to life. So they can just roll around pushing buttons and breaking stuff. Um, and if you get to a part you can't beat with them, you can actually drop them out of the game for a minute <laughs> and beat that oh, part and good. then drop them back in. So she also has the t- like um, attention span of uh, a gnat. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe, yeah. Nats might have a slightly longer attention span. Yeah, I get it. I get it. So you can give that a go. Uh, all right. Next up, Man Socks wants to know what our favorite 2D run and gun game is. Um, Contra. Yeah, I think mine's Contra 2, which is makes us. Oh, you like Contra 2? <laughs> Contra as well. Um, I really like Bro Force a lot too. Bro Force is a really fun run and gun game. But do you think, does Castle Crashers count as a run and yes. gun or is that a. A run and slash. Yeah. Because I really like Castle Crashers as well. There's arrows. Yeah, yeah. You get to shoot arrows. Um, But Contra is probably a game I will always, like, think about when I think about a run and gun game. It was one of the first game we ever bought for our Nintendo. Um, I've I mean, Iron Tank has something to say about it. Yeah, well, so does does Duck Hunt. But... uh, that was a pack-in game. It doesn't count. <laughs> okay. Um, but, like, Contra is a game that I've beaten numerous times. Um, and, like, still when I go back and play it now, I remember, like, where things are and how to do things. It's 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 interesting to have that kind of memory of a game that I played years and years and years ago. So I guess what it would be for me. Your Contra as well. How about you, Dylan? I, I guess Metal Slug because it's the only game I really played that much that I can think of that's really actually a run and gun that I played more than a little bit. I don't know. Yeah. I don't I'm not sure I've I meant Gorilla War. Oh, Gorilla War is good. Is that a, is that a count as a run and gun? 
right. Yeah, it's on it's on the the Wikipedia list that I I linked to. So bam, good job, good job. All right, uh, I think that is all of our questions because we always should, we always put man sucks you last. Should, you should look into the Japanese version of uh, Guerrilla War. It's pretty hilarious. Is it? Well, um, I don't remember. I think it's called or Revolution or something in Japan. Interesting. Um, but the two characters on the front of the cover, much like Contra, is you know actually Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> the the people in Guerrilla War are in fact Fidel Castro and um, guy on the t-shirts that Shade Gen Guevara? Xers love. Yes, Guevara. Huh. Um, yeah, and uh, Japan just apparently didn't know anything about those people other than they were revolutionaries interesting decide to make a game interesting i'm in yeah. all right cheap free games um i feel like can, can one of you go see if xbox has released them just you know in cases while i talk about uh some other stuff because i really yeah, really uh-huh. want them to but they haven't yet um it's super weird that ps plus has released first anyway uh epic game store next month uh, actually, next week, I'm sorry, starting today, has a Figment. Figment's a game that I played for the first time at PAX probably two years ago. It's really fun. Kind of a mm, isometric-y adventure puzzle game. It's fun. Uh, it, it builds itself as an action-adventure game that invites you to explore a unique, surreal universe filled with music, humor, and multi-layered narrative. It's a good game. Um, and then another game called Tormentor X Punisher. And I think that Dylan and I played this together at PAX probably the same year, actually. Do you remember I that like super so. violent, weird, like the entire premise was like, hey, can you beat this score? And no one could yeah. like even get close to it. Yeah, it, it re- it's actually like a really solid game. It's just hard. Super solid. Wicked crazy. hard. Reminds me a lot of like Smash TV um kind of love smash TV. and it's very like very over the top like it it like i i say this as someone who also swears a lot but it's a lot of like f this kind of you know right. like that that's the feeling like lots of metal in the background um anyway anything in tormentor v uh, uh, tormentor x punisher can be killed in one hit including bosses and yourself bosses change the shape of the arena conjuring rooms and traps to make it more hellish and brutal reload your machine gun by firing your shotgun yes you read that right Anyway, so that's uh, those it. are both. Well, I read it to you, so it was almost like oh, reading okay. it. So those are uh, the two games that are free on the Epic Game Store next week. I would actually recommend giving both of them a try. They're kind of interesting. Um, PlayStation Plus. I'll probably actually f- play that. Yeah, it's good. Um, PlayStation Plus for April is going to be Uncharted 4, A Thief's End. I don't think I realized that game had like a subtitle. Um, this is Uncharted 4, the game that you all know and love, I guess, Nathan Drake's big um, PlayStation 4 debut. It's actually, I played about half of it. I think it's actually, it's pretty okay. I thought it was good. Have you guys, have you guys played Uncharted? I've played the first three and I don't think I finished the fourth one. I beat the one on the uh, Vita. (laughs) This one lets you play um, Crash Bandicoot inside the game. So, I guess that's kind of fun. Um, and then Dirt Rally 2, which is a off-road rally racing game. Um, it 
what does it say? It dares you to carve your way through a selection of iconic rally locations from across the globe. I don't know how I feel about a game like calling me out. Like, hey, man, do, do you dare? Are you chicken? Are you yellow? So, I don't know. Anyway, PlayStation Plus. Did Xbox release their stuff or we just have to do that next week? I so, so, I searched Games with Gold, April 2020. And the first thing that popped up was just something that says FIFA 21. FM20, GTA, Season 11, Season 12, Motorsport, Grid, Need for Speed, More Racing Games, Red Dead, Consoles, Nintendo, PS5, Xbox Series X, Mobile, COD Mobile, PUBG Mobile. So The answer is no. <laughs> that, that is apparently what happens when you change your thing to Bing. I don't know. <laughs> My favorite part of... Like both PlayStation Plus and Xbox is the huge number of websites that only exist to try and get like search engine traffic related to people searching for Xbox Games with Gold April 2020 that want you to click into them so you th that they think they have the information and they don't. And it's just a bunch of like, I will click into the first one. So let's see. The first one is Express. And they all sound exactly like this, where it's, you know, uh, oh, this one's actually only talking about PlayStation games. Last month's gold so, announcement dropped on February 25th, meaning there's a chance that Microsoft could follow suit this March. However, with another week to run of the current month, Microsoft may also choose to wait until March 30th to reveal its plans. And with so many titles to choose from, it's almost impossible to predict what Microsoft could be. They all sound exactly like that. It's all weird speculation. And so last time we didn't know the games, I got a guess. Oh, yeah, guess. Can I guess Absolutely. again? Absolutely. Okay. So it's going to be a game based on HP Lovecraft somehow. Um, I don't know which game, but it will involve some sort of Lovecraft. Some lore. sort of tentacle monsters. And then it's going to be um, a Telltale game. Possibly the new Walking Dead or the one with the... Yeah, we'll go with like the new Walking Dead. New Walking Dead. And... Then the Xbox 360 game is going to be The Cave. I think that's an. Oh, that game's so good. It's Wait, already oh, been a gold game. Yeah. yeah. The Cave is really good, though, if you haven't played it. It's going to be... Oh, wait, no, I changed my mind. It's going to be Rad, that uh, game that Double Fine did. That wasn't a 360 game, though. I know. Okay. I just through that in the 360 games going to be the maw all right i think that uh like if i was if i was a conspiracy theorist i would guess that you're not well it depends on the week can we talk after the podcast <laughs> jeffrey jeffrey epstein did not kill himself um so if, if i had to guess though i would say that PlayStation released Uncharted 4 as their game, and that's a big game. That's a big first-party title. And Xbox did did not announce today, even though I think they probably should have. And so I'm going to guess that they're delaying for a minute to try and put out some other big, potentially, maybe... Halo Master Chief Collection. That's Has that been... No. That'd be a good answer. Master Chief Collection would be a really good answer. Has Halo 5 been free yet? It's on Game Pass for free, but... How about just Halo... Or is Halo Reach in the Master Collection? Yes, I think. Yeah. No, I think that's good. I, I'm going to say I'm gonna say either Master Chief Collection or Halo 5. 
I said Master Chief Collection. Whatever. Don't steal my thunder. I, I got there for you, though. Dylan, you have a guess? No, you didn't. I have no idea. <laughs> I kind of hope it is rad. I really wanted to play that game, but I heard it's not great. Me so. too. That's that's kind of why I wanted it for free. <laughs> I was hoping it would either go into that or, games, or Game Pass. So. Oh, all good. All right. Well, if you liked this podcast... Thanks. Great. We like it too. Uh, you can find out more about us and where to listen to us at bitemepodcast.com. You can follow us on social media at bitemepodcast. You can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash bitemepodcast. And you can join us on Discord, which you really should because it's fun. And we're all at home all day now except for Colby, so we can talk to you. But Colby's on at a surprising amount of time for someone who's on a cell phone and has a full-time job. Go to bitemepodcast.com slash Discord. Dylan. Bite me. Great job. just gonna all the start then we'll, you can chew and we'll be fine um trying to open up your stupid do you mean to send them to you again yeah like i don't know facebook's having a problem so they've got a lack of advertisers they had to fire everyone yeah all right that is the games coming out next month and I don't know why if I couldn't open it before it's going to suddenly open. Let me try to restart Facebook. And that is show notes. Like it's really weird that Facebook gave a preview for one of those, but not the second one. <laughs> there is coming out in April. Like, nothing. You should let everyone know they can get like a free month of like Pornhub Unlimited. <laughs> I, I did not realize there was a paid version of Pornhub. Sure, you didn't. My favorite thing is to just go in and comment on the the individual videos. My favorite thing about Pornhub is the fact that there's like a share this to Facebook. My football. <laughs> <laughs> That's against all sorts of terms of services there, but. Second of all, like, I'm friends with my mom. Like, see, that's actually the reason to. <laughs> Wait, you should, you should, God. If I could somehow link accounts, so if I like commented on a Pornhub video, it showed up on Facebook, I totally do it. <laughs> <laughs>